Hello and welcome to episode 6 of the Bat Markers podcast. In today's episode, we go through the news in the Formula 1 world. Firstly, I spring a surprise on Jack and Luke as Nikita Mazepin gets his first and probably only mention on the podcast, having spoken about last year's events for the first time. We then talk about the Red Bull car reveal and the future of Red Bull and AlphaTauri. We end the pod with Jack coming up with a new idea. Jack's modern day classic question of which driver will be best in the snow is challenged by his over and under series, in which we have some predictions for the future season ahead. But let us get into some news. So, it's going to be the first mention of him. Nikita Mazepin has spoken about the incident in December for the first time. I don't think I want to hear it, if I'm honest. <laughs> so, background from the story. A video on Instagram. I believe Was it his story? Uh, yeah, it was on his yeah. story. Yeah, Wait, yeah, it was his story. Yeah, so, yeah. it was a video of him in the back seat groping a woman's breast which was posted on his story now both of them at the time Nikita and the woman came out and said that they were friends and that everything was okay and there was nothing shiggy diggy about it since then she has deleted all knowledge deleted him off Instagram Nikita deleted his Instagram apology because of course that that's one thing I hate about modern day culture which is a side effect I hate people rep- um, saying sorry on Instagram and shit like that mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything yeah exactly and it wasn't even an apology um, for his actions it wasn't no no which so, I just want to has... go on record and say that we all think are like despicable and we all were yes. tweeting we say no to Mazepin um, and I mean you can yeah. tell where we stand on it because we're on episode six maybe um, and, yeah. and this is the first, this is the first time that his name has actually been said because yeah the only reason I'm bringing it up is because he's actually done an interview talking about it so mm-hmm. Haas condemned the video as abhorrent and Mazepin issued an apology the FIA didn't do anything because it's out of their hands they left it all to Haas mm. again I feel out of their hands should be in inverted commas because they had the power and should have done something yes. but decided against it so Haas said that they were going to send Nikita on an awareness course which was speculated at the time that did not happen Nikita was not sent on that course according to ESPN so yeah Mazepin did the first interview with ESPN and he said first of all it's very important to say that my actions in December about the whole incident were incorrect I do take the full responsibility for it it was a very big learning experience and I can confidently say that I'm much further in my knowledge on this kind of matter than I used to be so there's a small bit of positivity there in regards to what he will do to educate himself I totally understand they are in, they are correct in their feelings and that I was not correct with my actions I'm not proud of it it's important to progress well that's just a bit of a, a cop out really and not even a bit of a cop out a complete cop out no one needs to be publicly shamed to realise that groping a woman is an unacceptable behaviour let alone putting it on Instagram then refusing to apologise like I mean that's just he's been told by the team to go do an interview and apologise basically especially as it's ESPN has been an American team yeah and he can still go suck his mum 
in the words of Nuran. Uh, there is no there is no apology in this of there's no I'm not. sorry or anything like yeah. that and it's just it just boggles my mind it blows my mind that someone cannot re- like someone has to say oh well I had to do this to work out that my behaviour was wrong and it's a, as a positive I've, I've learned from it if you needed to learn that then you should be ashamed of yourself you're a disgrace on our society and should be nowhere near the pinnacle of motorsport you should not have any platform let alone one in a growing sport amongst young people you're not going to like this next bit then. Great. So ESPN <laughs> writes, the Russian driver believes his actions on on the racetrack will be enough to redeem his reputation in the eyes of fans. Now that is a journalist replying that. That's not Mazepin. Mm-hmm. He has said, the people who are with me over the past 21 years know who I am. It's very difficult. Yeah, you're it's a twat. It's very difficult to be fake for people and I'm far from that. I will be myself outside of the track like I've always been. I've had my ups and my lows, but that's part of life. I think the racing should do the speaking mostly. I believe I'm a very good racer on track. I believe I'm a fast racer. I look forward to showing. I look forward to the challenge of showing people who might not like me at the moment, but I have not. But I have great racing skills, and that hopefully changes the perception of me. That will not change the perception of no. Nikita Mazepin until he takes full responsibilities for the actions that he did. Yeah, like not only were the actions just abhorrent, the fact that he's refused to own up to them and has now basically said, "Oh, it's fine, cargo brewer, so I'm fine um, being a despi- yeah. despicable human being." Like, oh, I'm a good racer, so that makes everything okay. No, absolutely not. Yeah, it's just I don't I don't really care if he's a good driver. Like, I exactly. Care if he's world championship material, if he's like, we're gonna do those sort of things. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, one hundred percent with you there. I couldn't, couldn't give a shit. It like it could be anyone, and there's nothing you can do apart from owning up, taking responsibility, properly apologising, not just for in public, but going and making things right with the the woman who had to. Yeah. Uh, had to endure this uh yeah this experience yeah. and be forced to go along and pretend that she was okay with it. okay admittedly i need to put allegedly yeah. in there because there is no proof that she was just going yeah. along with it but from her actions and the things that she put on instagram and the stuff that she talked about afterwards it very much appears that that is the case but i will say allegedly yeah. because we don't have any concrete proof but there's mm-hmm. there's no there's no case against it yeah. it's been Swept under the rug yeah. of any quote unquote alleged. I mean, to be fair, to be fair, the thing is, the thing is, we're, we're now at a point where it's like, even if he apologises for it, I, I couldn't, I couldn't really care less about anything yeah. that he has to do within the sport. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. The, apolo- the apology, the apology is more for like the the, the the woman involved than anything else. Like my opinion of him is not going to yeah. change now, no matter what yeah, he does. Exactly. If he comes out, apologises, grovels, and then becomes world champion, I'm still not going to like him. No, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's the way it should be. Like, and he said it himself. He said it himself. It's it's impossible to be fake with people. It's like, yeah, you've just you, you've proven that because this is who you are. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. The fact that you did that and then you put it online, like it'd be bad enough if you did that in private and people didn't know about it. But the fact that you thought, you know what, this is what I want to show the world about myself. No, hmm. like that just yeah. proves that you have no no morals no not even a hint of being a good person about you so yeah like so that is the last we're going to mention of him yes but i think it was it was necessary to bring up because that is the first time he's spoken about it 
as a trainee <laughs> journalist, you've always got to get yeah. both sides of the story, yeah, yeah, yeah. even yeah. though his side of the story is a load of shit. Yeah, and also um, I feel that like if he'd if that story had have gone in a completely different direction, we still would have been like, no, he's a like he's a twat. But there could have been a like we could have discussed. Okay, it's late, but at least there's an apology. But there's no apology there. So no, it's no, it's no, the no, right no. thing to do to talk about it at this point. But the Salem facts are still that what are we? We're the first of March today. And this happened yeah. in 2020. Yeah. This happened just before Abu Dhabi, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> because I think it happened on like the Bahrain streets or the Abu Dhabi streets. Yeah. Like you can clearly see that it was in like the Middle East where yeah. they filmed it. Mm. And yeah, that it, this was was this before he had been um, signed by Hass. I want to say it was just after. No, he was it's confirmed. just after. It's just after because right. Hass came out and condemned it like straight away. They wouldn't have needed yeah. to do that. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. They wouldn't have. Uh, yeah. But anyway, okay. let's uh, let's move yeah, on let's to something. Move on to... I don't know if it's going to be more positive or not, but I think the sensible place to start is with the news about Hass. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is, is, it, is it? Yeah. May as well segue from that. It's not, yep. it's not specifically positive, but obviously, um, the. Uh, the news reports coming out today that Hass uh, was it was it Hass are unlikely to develop their car anymore. Yes. No. It's it. I think it was just that testing uh, after testing yeah. that car is going to stay the same for the whole year, which is a bit dangerous because if it's not a good car to start with, yeah. Um, like we already think that they're going to be sat at the back. I mean, the the like, argument is they already know it's not going to be a good enough car, and that they're just. And that's why that they sort of know that any amount of uh, yeah. putting this season in the bin, there's no point wasting money on resources that aren't going to get us anywhere potentially. Yeah, it's it's a surprisingly pragmatic approach. Mm. It's it's not the sort of thing that you would imagine to actually happen within an F1 team. It's the thing we we talk about as fans and go, oh yeah, just put the season in the bin and uh, start mm. next season. But like for a Formula One team to actually decide, no, yeah, you know what, I I think we might just put this season in the bin, save our money, be the back of the grid, have more wind tunnel time for the 2022 car. And have next season as kind of like a rebirth of Haas or whatever. I mean, I think a lot of teams are going to be using that. Like Ferrari yeah. are definitely going to be having the rebirth of Ferrari next year. But um, well, I think it's going to be a big rebirth for Haas because it's pretty likely that Gene Haas is going to sell yeah. his share. And um, I think this season is very much a um, coast it out just because they've a, got two rookies. A, as as we constantly say in football, it's a transition season. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. yes. <laughs> they put an interim coach. Yeah. Yeah. They've got two rookies. Um, they've got one rookie and egg. Um, <laughs> let's be honest, they're going to be slow. Like, yeah. Mick yeah. is going to take a while to adjust. Yeah. It happened It happened from It happened from Formula 3 to Formula yeah. 2. It took him a good few first races. Yeah. That jump from Formula 2 to Formula 1, yes, he's had a few tests, but yeah. there's a difference. That, that's the other thing. That's the other argument for it is obviously... Mick being well, kind of a two-season driver, first season mm. of adjustment, second season of showing people what he's made of. That should be next season. So give him the tool for next season. Um, I always said last year that I didn't rate Mick as highly as everyone else did because it takes a long time for him to then get comfortable. I think the potential is there. Yeah. I think this season is is a bit of a write-off, like. I think whatever ha- had have happened, it would be a write-off exactly, yeah. 
Yeah, we already knew this. Like they, they may. In like, what, what did they scrape last year? Two points, was it, or was it just the one? Three, three, three. yeah, three. Scrape three points due to good circumstances, because yeah, exactly. Was in, two of those points were Magnuson. Uh, no, Grosjean in Hungary. Hungary, got a ninth. Hungary, that was it. Yeah. Um, and then Magnussen got Magnussen. And that was because they made the early no Magnussen got one tenth Magnussen got one tenth made... at Hungary and Grosjean got second uh, got nine points oh come on <laughs> why why is this so difficult right yeah Grosjean got, uh, got you two struggled points. with that the first time as well we spoke yeah, about this got two <laughs> points um, at the Nürburgring there we go yeah um, yeah. yeah but they're going to be miles off the back because like Williams yeah. have already like have already shown that they're but they're not gonna like be. They're not gonna make a massive step forward this season. But they still have worked on this season whilst keeping an eye mm. on the 2022 car. Yeah, Whereas yeah. Haas saying, yeah, after preseason testing, that's it. Like that car was the worst on the grid last season. And yeah, well, yeah, like well, towards the back of the end, towards the end of the yeah, it didn't start of off as the worst yeah. car. But at the end, no. it was a bad. It was a, a objectively bad car. Yeah, mm. one one thing that we do also need to take from this is um, potentially how many other teams could turn around and um, uh, apply like the same method. Just like yeah, be be a bit stagnant this year to focus on next year. Williams can't afford to do that. They need to push. I don't think Mercedes are really going to develop once they've after testing. No. Really, I mean they didn't last year. I know They're who gonna... will. Red, Red Bull, Bull, yeah, Red Bull, Red Bull everything they'll, they'll think it, of yeah. this as the best chance that they have in the hybrid era, era, <laughs> the hybrid era of of scoring a championship. Yeah. well, that they will go absolutely hand, especially with the new Honda engine um, coming in for the this year. Like Honda have put a lot of work into this, and they've got some radical new concepts that they're trying because mm-hmm. their previous mm-hmm. engine was an evolution, and they they basically agreed that it had reached its ceiling there was no more performance to get out of it it was a good engine but they couldn't squeeze anything else out of it so they've got new concepts on it and they've been working really hard on the reliability and these new concepts should bring increased performance especially with the ERS which was a particular weakness for them so if they can step up and Red Bull who were getting stronger and stronger throughout the season admittedly that has to be taken with a pinch of salt because Mercedes weren't developing and we've seen mm. that time and time again that Red Bull start a bit slow and then towards the end of the season looks like they're having a renaissance they need to carry that momentum and make and they yeah mm. they've got a chance because Mercedes won't have done the same amount of development as they would have obviously a because there isn't that much development permitted and once you wrap up the title that easily you're not going to be like that car is the fastest car that well blush the uh, W11 was the fastest car ever so like yeah. yeah it's uh it'll be a, it'll be a, hopefully there'll be a fight but yeah obviously red bull released their uh their challenger the uh, new livery and it's a game of uh spot the difference um which <laughs> big up tail yeah, cow. yeah. Tell i would so. be in- well yeah and then and then aston martin <laughs> off the rear wing with honda which looks pretty yeah, yeah i do prefer I, that I to be like. fair um well, so the interesting thing about the Red Bull is that they obviously did a um, a day in Silverstone. Um, none of that new car was out. It was all running last year's mm-hmm. car or Albon was running two years ago's car. Yeah. So they're keeping everything under wraps. Mm. Yeah. Like even, uh, well, so Checo came out and said, 
after he did his first laps in the uh, in the Red Bull, he came out and said, "You know what? I can understand why drivers have struggled with this concept because it is radically different from anything that he's mm. driven." Um, he wasn't saying that he felt he was going to struggle, but he could understand why less experienced yeah. drivers did struggle. And as we've kind of said in the past, if anyone has the experience and the know-how, it's putting someone like Checo in to be in that number two seat. Like he's he's mm-hmm. been there, he's done it. Albon yep. um, did an interview and he said um, he's pretty confident that Red Bull have ironed out the issues from last year. I don't know if that is they have ironed out the issues or if he's just like there's there's your excuse if, if Checo does well because we've sorted <laughs> the car it's not it's not because I'm not he's got, is, if, if they have um, ironed out the issues Albon's got me fuming he's gonna be like it took you a whole season you get rid of me and now we've got rid of the problems <laughs> Albon's now job pretty much is to fix the issues because he's the sim development driver yeah, I mean, like he's he, he he's was the one in that, the simulator day in day out he was the one that had like driving issues that car. last year so well if, he, if he's got the one who's got the issues he's the best he's the person perfect person to, to fix be able it to yeah. fix yeah. it yeah because it's, he knows what needs to be done yeah and especially then you've got max who like like him or not he is a generational talent so whatever he's put in he will make mm. the most of and Checo, a very experienced, fast head, who's always been a tyre whisperer. Like, if anything, he, even if the car still does have those issues, they've got a good lineup to deal with the issues, and then someone in the background working hard on the simulator and uh, doing uh, sort of the, going through the data and working out what needs to be done to fix the issues that made the car so unpredictable for Alex last season. So. It it could be good a good yeah. thing, and he yeah. and he does think he'll make it back into Formula One. He thinks either with uh, Alpha Tauri, I think, he or will. Red Bull. And it was I interesting he to hear that he said Alpha Tauri or Red Bull. The fact that he wasn't just thinking, okay, I'm definitely going to get back to Red Bull, um, mm-hmm. because I mean, yeah, he. I mean, he's the he's the logical choice if, as we've kind of discussed in the past, that uh, Gasly jumps uh, jump ship yeah. and goes to uh, lead Alpine um, which I would put money on if that sort of bet if I could find that sort of bet I'd put money on it he's yeah, he, yeah. he's experienced put him bet in one thing that does strike me is that um, it seems to me as though like the more years that go on the more Alpha Tower and Red Bull seem to I know they're obviously still combined essentially but they do seem to drift apart more be um, sort of. I think that's kind of. Um, oh, I've got to get the story right. Alpha Tauri have either taken more parts of the car or have taken less, less parts. parts. So they were off. Less they were parts, offered yeah. the right, um, yeah. lots of parts for this season, and they refused mm, and the aerodynamic parts because they have their own aero concept. So whilst yeah. they run as many listed parts from Red Bull as they can so that they can focus all of their attention on um, aerodynamics, um, yeah. which is sort of the way that Williams are now looking uh, with uh, with Mercedes. Um, finally becoming a customer team. Yeah. Finally. But I think... So, yeah, that is likely to be a customer team relationship. But I think what um, Alpha Tauri are trying to stress, and Red Bull, I think, I've, I remember reading somewhere, they're saying, look, it's not our junior team anymore. It's our sister mm. team. And so that's back back to what Jack was saying about there being a drifting. It's not necessarily a hierarchical relationship anymore. 
it's they they're working together kind of working in tandem yeah exactly with because um, like with Avatar is it I can't remember if I remember this rightly but I remember watching a video on the Sky Sports F1 YouTube page have hmm. they got a new factory Alpha Tower? Yeah. yeah, I thought so. Um, yeah, with a um, new uh, wind tunnel. Um, so mm-hmm. there. Wait, no, sorry. Um, no, uh, wind tunnel. They are now using um, Red Bull's wind tunnel because of the new. Um, uh, yes, they can't. They can't run their um, wind tunnel to the capacity that they want. So they had to go to Red Bull's so they can run it in full capacity. Yeah, and Red Bull had more time because obviously with the tiering system they had lost a certain amount of runs so yeah it's uh basically yeah they come it's more of a partnership rather than a this is the senior team this is the junior team obviously it still is a junior team for them because they put their less fancied drivers in there but i don't know it's it's a, I think it's more of a complicated relationship now, yeah, and true, not complicated that, in a bad way, but like just yeah. it's more complex. But it's it's also the fact like with Gasly is in my head now he's obviously because of what's going on at Red Bull and stuff. This season, him signing the contract renewal, he's an Alpha Tauri driver. Like that's it. Like, yeah, I don't see him as a. He's Red not Bull a Red Bull yeah. Junior yeah. driver. He's an Alpha Tauri driver. Yeah, mm. which is why yeah. we we Whereas now Yuki, have these ideas Yuki of him is going. A Red yeah, Bull Junior. Yuki is, but Pierre Gasly is drives for AlphaTauri. He's not a Red Bull Junior yeah, anymore. I don't. Like, he's not yeah. going back up to that seat. Like yeah. he's either staying there or he's moving sideways to like a Renault. Or well, we're always going to say Renault, aren't we? We've got that idea. Yeah. In our heads, but do you know what I mean? I yeah. mean, we're like, going to struggle. Think how bad Crofty's going to do with the amount of teams <laughs> yeah. beginning with A this year. But uh, yeah. Like, oh yeah. dear. Um, that's the thing. I think I think Gasly is he is destined for Alpine just because he deserves a seat higher. Yeah. But he doesn't break into McLaren. I mean, he he's not he, he, because I think they're going to go to he's, he's, McLaren. Don't aren't going to go there. Aston aren't going to go there. Yeah. So, so I think Alpine is his ceiling. Gas, unfortunately, Gasly's not a McLaren driver. No, I mean, I could no. eat my words here, but like there no, there are a lot not, of other people that I could see McLaren taking over Gasly. Although yeah. you did say he's not going to go to Aston Martin, I could see that. I could imagine that happening. I mean, the only way that would work is obviously Seb leaves the sport and they just and they need yeah, someone no, no. inside Lance. Uh, I, and I, that I could... mean more. I mean, I mean and I more could like see that happening. Not not in terms of what driver he would replace. I'm just mean more sort of like what teams would like if you yeah, picked yeah, him yeah, up yeah. and put him into a team. I could see him at Alpine, and I could see him at Aston Martin. Yeah. Um, I don't really see him anywhere else. Yeah. That's a step I, do, up I still do think Alpha that Tower. yeah, Alpine's his most likely destination, um, and because yeah. obviously we've talked about Alonso before, Alonso is a bit of a stopgap for them. Like bring some, uh, bring some hype, get the most out of the car as it is. Maybe get some sponsorship money. <laughs> yeah, get some sponsorship money. Push for a decent, uh, decent result in the uh, 2022 new formula, and go from there. And if yeah. he still wants to stay then they keep him on or if the results are good enough they keep him on if not then yeah you, you look to the open market mm-hmm. and obviously they've got a lot of juniors as well which puts I, I genuinely think that it's not a case of Gasly going there and replacing Ocon I think it would be a case of Gasly going there leading the team and yeah, then yeah. one of the Alpine uh, junior drivers going yeah. up so uh, I think I think an interesting conversation that we could have 
next week maybe is predicting the 2023 yeah. lineups. So it'll be two years because Alonso's contract will end. Hamilton, we think, will probably be retired. But like him, there's going to be a lot of movement. <laughs> like him, there's going to be a lot of movement, a lot of free spaces. Because when you were yeah, like, yeah. Seb is likely not going to be at Aston for that long. Yeah. Who? Yeah. I don't think of a driver and go, yeah, Aston Martin straight away. Like that's kind of a. I guess it's because it's, it's kind of a, it's a new brand. If but, they hmm. even dare try and take Lando away from us, <laughs> <laughs> I think the only way Lando like, leaves McLaren is if uh, Danny Rick kills him because uh, he's uh, <laughs> being annoying. Yeah. I think he leaves that place in a box, and I'm no, very happy about that. I think the yeah, only way yeah, he would yeah. leave is uh, yeah death or if Mercedes come knocking with a uh, a big old uh, contract and a promise of a, a big old contract yeah. and a partnership with George Russell oh boys <laughs> I'm excited <laughs> <laughs> well there we go that, we'll cancel that one in for a few we'll, weeks uh, time but, yeah. we'll, we'll, check, we'll all have the Mercedes gear that year <laughs> <laughs> yeah once that becomes discounted I mean speaking of merch <laughs> yeah. me was the Aston Martin stuff expensive? Obviously, that was uh, released today. I know yeah. all of it is expensive, but like I was looking through. Yeah, I'm. I'm not surprised when people go, "Oh, like, oh my god, that's so expensive." It's like, what do you expect? Like, yeah, I mean, Aston Martin stuff was always going to be expensive. Is. Like F1 yeah. stuff's expensive anyway, and then Aston Martin. It wasn't Martin even that much top. more expensive than what other teams mm. are. I mean. The one thing that was was that three hundred and ninety pound coat or whatever it was, but uh, <sighs> oh, yeah, that, I mean, no one's going to buy that anyway. Yeah. And if someone does buy it, then fair play to no you. One's got if that you've got that sort of money income. to drop, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's the same price as a laptop um, that I was looking at earlier. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I liked some of the hats. I don't. The rims had like the flags underneath, and I was like, oh, I don't like that. So I didn't, yeah. I didn't cop any of them. I didn't, yeah. Which is I've annoying because we've spoken so long about how hyped we are about them. Mm. Yeah, it was. There's oh, well. nice stuff. Obviously, Seb's got his new logo, um, which um, it took me a minute yeah. to realise that, like, the circle bit was part of the five, um, because it's not immediately obvious that that's what it is. Um, so. Now I know that's what it is. It's quite a nice logo. Um, and the merch yeah. with his logo on does look quite nice. But I don't know. Yeah. It, the only thing I mean, that's going to We're not going to get it with the other guy's logo be... on it, are we? Well, no, exactly. And that's what <laughs> I was going to say. The only way I would buy it if it was like really nice and was like Seb. Like, I wanted, as we I think we said last week maybe, that we just wanted plain racing green hats. Like, yeah. Literally, and... racing green with, with white Aston Martin. That's it. Yeah, none of the yellow rim, just the Aston logo. But, but there we hey, go. Hey, I mean, Maybe it saves us some money. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna have, they're gonna have more merch throughout the season. Yeah. So there's. Hope. But it also yeah. those hats, they do give us a sneak preview of what um the uh, delivery is gonna look like. I reckon. We're gonna see that yeah. yellow on there. I can, I can imagine. Yeah, I don't. I imagine like yellow accenting. Yeah. Yeah. But um. We'll have to wait and see. I mean, that's to, uh, tomorrow. I want. There's two tomorrow. Alpine, Alpine, Alpine and Mercedes. Mercedes tomorrow, and then yeah, Wednesday. Yeah. And so I've seen rumours, and I've seen a picture. AMG is plastered all over the Mercedes. I'm gonna hold judgment until I see it tomorrow. Mm. But I'm not a fan of what I've seen so far. Because the, I hope I'm wrong. The sort of teaser released by the Mercedes admin that looked Ooh. absolutely stunning. Like, because we were was worried that, about was what. One, was that the one I put in the chat? Yeah, or the one yeah, that was yeah. on Twitter. Yeah, 
well, I'd imagine it was elsewhere as well, but we saw it on Twitter. Yeah. Like, the the red was contained and it was done in a good way. It, that if that mock-up looks lovely. It's just a render, but... We'll have to wait and see. Yeah. Uh, yeah, oh, that was it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So 11 it's, o'clock the black, it's, it's the black with the blue and then the red on top. And then it fades into sort of like silver and then white at the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would be very happy with something like that as long as, as you say, the sponsorship and whatever isn't a bit isn't too tacky because yeah, big yeah. AMG plastered all over it. That <laughs> could be what makes it tacky, but we'll have to, well, we'll find out tomorrow. And then Alpine, yeah. I mean, we're expecting French flag colours, but mm-hmm. we'll have to have to wait and yeah, see. We'll wait and see. Um, can I just 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 a note quickly on um, on Red Bull, seeing as we didn't we didn't really finish on them. Um, mm. Red Bull, this Red Bull, this is what you get for not changing your livery. We will talk about Alpha Tauri for fifteen minutes instead of talking about your livery. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. I if mean, you want some yeah. airtime, Christian Horner. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because I'm sure livery. he's listening. But I mean, that was all right. We have we have ten unique listeners per week, Luke. All right, he could be one. Big up to one. you guys, <laughs> Christian Horner, but, my guy. <laughs> but that actually leads me on to something that I saw on Twitter: the debate as to whether Red Bull actually need to change their livery. Because obviously, you're saying that if you want some airtime, change it. But pe- some people are calling it a modern classic, and some people are saying, "Well, come on, it doesn't take much to change it up a little bit." Mm-hmm. But see. My argument with this is, I saw people calling it a modern classic, and my thing is, it doesn't become a modern classic until it changes from what it is now. I actually like I, the logic behind I that. I think yeah. once it changes to something else, that Red Bull livery we've got at the moment becomes iconic. Yeah, I, That's I can the way see that I see argument. It. That's the way I see it. Right now, it's same old, same old. As soon as it's gone, it's, that was sick, that was classic. That That's, yeah. that's, my, that's my viewpoint anyway, but... The- the thing with Red Bull is that they came into the sport to market their energy drink and now because they're so successful they no longer see it as oh we're just marketing our energy drink yeah. we're in it for the sake of winning mm-hmm. but the basis is they are still there they are still Red Bull racing like they're not another team so a big part of that is marketing their car and the best way to do that is by keeping your image and your logo and your appearance the same so I don't think there is any need to change their livery because it is like you look at a Red Bull car and you know that it's a Red Bull car mm, true yes they can do small things to change it but yeah it's a nice livery I, I mean I'm not the biggest fan of the livery but it is a nice livery yeah. I, I'm with you both on that that it does need to change to become a classic um but yeah it you we know what to expect with red bull when you look at a red bull and you yeah. know that is a red bull and you know that it is marketing red bull energy drink but also that the team is there to win because that yeah the team is almost become yeah. well the team is its own entity and also like, to be fair yeah. arguably with um next year's changes to the cars coming in it's gonna look different on that new car anyway. Yeah, that's something so, that is, uh, yeah, undisputed. Like, I don't. The car's don't, gonna look so much different don't, that don't the livery will look I'm, different. <laughs> I'm not sat here expecting Red Bull to change the colours at all because that's Red Bull's colours. That would be like saying, yeah, yeah, why don't we make the Ferrari yellow this year? It's not gonna happen, is it? <laughs> but 
if you're listening, Mr. Binotto. <laughs> Could you imagine? Could you imagine if I called this and then later on in the week we get a yellow Ferrari? <laughs> oh, dear. Mate, they'll be right on to you. They'll be like, where did you get your leak from? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh... <laughs> oh, you heard it here first, boys. Something, um, if we're talking about Red Bull, something we didn't talk about with the Alpha Tauri new car. Mm. White wheel rims. Oh, <laughs> do you... They were beautiful. And I don't know why other cars haven't done this. They looked so nice and they completely fit the car. Mm. And uh, we didn't talk about it last week. No, that, uh, big that flew under the radar. But yeah, like <laughs> it's very, very, very nice. Um, it just made me think of the Top Gear lorry episode where uh, modifying the cars and yes. just white walls on the, <laughs> yeah. on the uh, yeah. lorry tyres. Hopefully it goes faster than the lorries. But, uh, oh, yeah, it's, oh uh... man, I might have to watch old, old school oh, Top Gear dear. now. Shout out to all of our favourite uh, Twitter accounts. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, the uh, F1. They finished their Top own thread the other day and that made me yeah. sad. <laughs> well, I mean... This month, it's the new season, which means a new thread of Top Gear Reacts. So, yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we we could talk about like this season. I know we've spoken about it before, but you've got all the car reveals, you got testing, Drive to Survive, and the first um, first race. I saw people were kind of trying to go, "Oh, it's race month," and it's like, no, <laughs> that does not have the same ring as it's race week. I mean, I might have engaged I, I with a few of those effort, tweets no. from the official account yeah. to try and, you know, <laughs> get some engagement, but uh, <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> if, you're, if you want F1 content that much, come here. Why not? Exactly. It's, it's race month every month here. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that should be like the official slogan of the other podcast. Go on, Brad, get us another logo for Fiverr with that cow- <laughs> with, our, with our slogan. Screw Red Bull gives you wings. <laughs> it's race month every month. Oh, all dear. good, always. Yes, we love it. Right, boys. <laughs> I know how much we all loved the which country and which driver would do best in a snow race <laughs> from a couple of weeks ago now that I have seen called a modern classic in it's time <laughs> yes um, I I have heard people say that it was the best conversation that we've had it was yeah. it definitely was social impact it had is still being felt <laughs> and will be for decades Those, I'm still getting Twitter engagement the 10, the ten unique listeners nine of them came because of that conversation Right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, and this one will keep you here. This I one mean... will keep me in the limelight because it is better. This one, I think you guys will like it. I have stolen the concept from someone. I've... That is not what you said about on the group <laughs> chat. You said it's not as good. <laughs> yes, yeah, I said it's not... <laughs> right. Anyway, I've stolen the concept <laughs> from something to do with uh, that I've seen before with UFC. I don't know if Brad has seen this before, but anyway, I have. What can only be what can only be described as a list of bets, and I want you guys to give me an under or over on the bets that I'm going to give you for the season. So essentially, it's like you know in football, you put a bet on, say you pick a random bet on how many corners is going to be in the game. You go like over seven point five or under seven point five. But I've obviously themed them around Formula One teams and drivers. Okay. Now, please remember to gamble responsibly. 
My exam today was literally about gambling. I had to write articles about gambling, so this is great for me right now. Oh dear. Uh, well, well, I I didn't I didn't quite catch what you said a second ago, Brad. What did you say? Uh, is this just points, or is this going to be like? I'll wins, tell you. I'll tell you. I've got or... I've got the questions all set out. All you all right, do I'll, is sit sorry, back. Jack, I don't want to. I don't want to try to. And then I need you to to give me an under or over, and then have a discussion about it. There we go. Okay. 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 Right. Are you gonna Are you gonna throw in your? Point, I, I can put, um, I can well, put mine right. in as well, yeah. I'm, and I'm going to keep no. I want to I hear your opinions, Jack. I'm going to keep... I'm, I value I'm, I'm your gonna, opinions highly. I'm going to keep no track of what, we, of what we go with and um, we can revisit these in a, in a season review. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So, right, question one. Mercedes, under or over 12 and a half race wins? Over. Over. Just, but over. I think if we get twenty three, if we get twenty three races, I think they're probably likely to get (laughs) fourteen. Can I? Can I have my over as Hamilton winning? (laughs) (laughs) Because yeah, I'll I'll take that action as well. (laughs) I'll I'll, I'll make a note. I'll make a note. Okay, um, that's that's pretty straightforward. That one. We we all think they're going to get over that. Okay, right. Mm-hmm. So, question number two. Lewis Hamilton, under or over 350.5 points? I like the point five, a little. You've uh, got to do the point five for it to be under or over, because it doesn't work. Well, also, I mean, hark to our, uh, our F1 championship on F1 2020. Yes. With the um, stupid half points we've got at the moment because of uh, unexplained, unforeseen circumstances. <laughs> yep. <laughs> So under or over three hundred and fifty and a half points for Lewis Hamilton. Um, I am just looking up to see how many. This is what I did earlier to decide what number to give you. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, very glad that you chose to prep this instead of the actual thing that we were going to do. <laughs> yeah, tune in next week for the thing that we were due to do <laughs> this week. <laughs> right. Uh, so, what... so did he get three hundred and fifty then? No. 347. Mm. Right, well, if, uh, if we look at it, you could get 26 points for a weekend, and if we get 23 races, that's a maximum of 598 points. Under. What was the number? 355.5? 355.5. Okay. Under. Bear in mind, he didn't... He didn't do a race as well. No. So he got... He could have got mm. more. Because he was likely to have won. Do you think but under, under 350, yeah? Yes. I'm okay. going to go with over, but mm-hmm. I think he gets somewhere about in the 350s, 360s. And that will be enough to get the Jack. title. Jack, I would like to know your opinion on I've gone under. Under? I, okay. I, don't, think, I don't think he's going to make 350. I think, well, I think Red Bull are going to be better yeah. this year. That's what I, I think. think as well. I take... think Red will get a few more wins. Three fifty is fourteen race wins, not including fastest laps. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, if he does get there, it's not going to be by much, but I think we can kind of say with quite a lot of confidence he's going to be somewhere between three hundred and well, maybe three twenty and three sixty, depending on how good the Red Bull is. So. Uh, mm-hmm. Depending on how many races are on the calendar, yeah. 
And that, that's also a very good point. And that, my friends, is a perfect place to step into the next question. Under or over 19.5 races? Oh, interesting uh, number there. Because realistically, I mean, I've got the um, the calendar up on uh, another tab. And looking at it, I mean, realistically, there aren't too many races that I expect to be cancelled because the main ones that would be up for cancellation, unfortunately, Mexico, Brazil and Australia. Because if you look at the calendar, I mean, the USA obviously would have been the prime candidate for cancellation, but their vaccination programme is doing a million vaccinations a day mm-hmm. so so long as that keeps pace the US Grand Prix is due to be in October so yeah, I can yeah. see that going ahead but Brazil and Mexico have been really hit by the virus I don't know what their obviously the whole world has been but anyway like I don't know what their vaccination programs like um, I don't know the data there but if it isn't strong then and the virus is still tearing through especially brazil with the brazilian variants i think we'll get 20 races so i think over mm-hmm. yeah i was gonna say i think 20 as well just i don't think the calendar we see now is won't be the same calendar we have at the end of the year i think we're going to get a few european replacements mm-hmm. but i do think if we got 17 last year I think we can get 20 yeah. this mm-hmm. year. I think 20 is a good number. Yeah, European replacements is a good thing, a good uh, point there, because actually I've forgotten about Canada as well, because um, Canada is always a bit of a logistical nightmare. We go, we're due to go Azerbaijan on the 4th. Uh, yeah, when you were talking about cancellation, I'm looking at Monaco, it's round four. I'm thinking, oh, that's not the going thing to is, that, though, that was more what I was looking at. Was, was the, the thing is, though, with people. Monaco, is that they obviously have already committed to um to saying okay they've already started they've building, building yeah. it and also they've i don't want to say they've had a lax approach to covid but i remember watching news articles uh, like on the french news of french people traveling down to monaco for lunch because restaurants were still open they there wasn't socially dis- there wasn't social distancing so obviously that will breed spread of the virus if that's still going on but I kind of think that Monaco will go ahead no matter what this year. Just mm-hmm. because the way the country's set up, also the fact that obviously it's the, well, it's the prince that makes the decisions there. He is head of state. He is the one who makes the decisions. He, he won't want to lose face two years in a row. But mm-hmm. I do agree with the idea that we're going to see some cancellations. Canada is a logistical nightmare. And also vaccination by June... I don't know. I mean, they're having to take vaccines from the COVAX scheme, which is designed for um, lower income, well, uh, lower GDP countries um, that are developing, not for a big industry, industrial economy like um, Canada. So I don't know. I think Canada could be one on the list as well. But 20, I think, is a safe bet. Mm-hmm. So we, we're all going with over, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Okie dokie. Right, next question, boys. Williams, one of our favourite teams. The boys. Under or over seven and a half points? Oh, oh you've picked a really... You've picked a good number there. 
<laughs> You've picked a head versus heart number there. <laughs> under. I think we get un. I think we get maybe um, five points. I'm with under as well. I think five or six. Ah, oh, damn it! <laughs> My prediction was seven. Ah, okay. So you've got a decision to make. <laughs> I just, I can see George picking up like one or two pot, like a couple of tenth places here and there, mm. and then a race where things go catastrophically wrong for a lot of teams, and maybe he sneaks like an eighth place or something. Mm-hmm. But. And that gives us about six points. Oh, yeah, two two tenths and an eighth place. That gives us uh, <laughs> that gives us six points. I just can't see in it. Like even if a race goes completely to pot, I can't see them scoring a position higher than eighth. <laughs> Over. Oh, okay. Oh, hello. It was your. It was your. I was thinking like Haas managed to get a ninth. So that's two yeah. points. Like. Two ninths and a few tenths. That is a really good season for Williams. Is it that's is, not just George as well? I it think. Is, but I can think they do he's going to be better. Can they do it? <laughs> I hope so. Okay. Well, the next question. I think they take the paints. What? I think they take the paints. What? I think they take the points that Hass and Alpha got mm-hmm. last year. Um, See, I'll agree with Hass, but Alpha, I think. Are, make, gonna are gonna make a step year, yeah. forward. I think they'll make some strides, but I think Williams I hope have made more Williams strides. Be better anyway. Hopefully, um, yeah. yeah, hopefully. You, I hope so. Were you were you saying there that you think um, Don Latifi could get some points back? I think Don Latifi. Okay, well that points. leads into our next question. Not quite, but it's linked. <laughs> George Russell, over or under five point five points. Over. Yes, over. I think. Oh, I, boys, we're getting I the same answers scores, from the question. <laughs> I think he scores all of Williams's points. I'm Maybe. I I don't think that Latifi is going to be as far off um, George as he was last season. He's not a bad driver, in my opinion. No. And his money, his well, his father's money helped save the team. So I have no qualms with him. I can see him sneaking a point, but mm. I see George scoring points, if that makes any sense. Like, yeah, yeah, Latifi yeah, yeah, yeah. grabs yeah. a point unexpectedly, whereas George is going to put in a performance like we saw in, uh, in uh, what was it called, Mugello. Um, mm. Obviously, then the lapped cars getting the extra lap to warm their tyres up. That's what robbed him of points there, and then uh-huh. Imola, Imola we don't talk about, but yeah, like <laughs> I see George putting in the drive that earns the points, whereas Latifi, I mean, you you, you earn your luck, and if he finds himself in tenth place at the end of the race, he will have deserved. Yes, that. boys, but... you do earn your luck, don't you? <laughs> Canada. <laughs> don't talk. To me. Uh, I'm still annoyed. Yeah. Oh dear. Um. Okay. So next up. The big boys at McLaren. Mm-hmm. Over or under three and a half podiums. Three and a half podiums. Over. Over. 
I don't okay. think by much. I think four podiums. Okay, probably well, I, I think, probably I spit think, three and I one think in my under. opinion. I, th- I think I think I, I think, think two under. for Danny, one for Lando. Um, see, I can see three for Danny, one for Lando. Did you say under Brad? Yeah. Just Danny gets a win, and then they share two uh, third point, third places each. I mean, just my thinking is that Danny Rick is the well, he's the race win burglar, the podium. If there's a if there's ever an opportunity for a podium for a win. He will hunt it down. Yeah, Danny takes true, it, true. and we'll. I think there'll be a fair amount of unreliability this season, because I don't know. I just I, I don't know why I think particularly because it wouldn't make that much sense of being a lot of uh, unreliability because we're at the end of a formula, and so the car should be kind of bulletproof. But mm. I just don't see them being bulletproof. So no, especially no. I, I want the Honda en- the upgraded Honda engine to be reliable. But we've been burnt before. Um, Mercedes have kind of warned their customers that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, Mercedes have warned their Horner. customers. Christian Horner sat crying in the corner at the end of the year. <laughs> I don't think I'll be crying too much. He's married to a Spice Girl, so. Uh... <laughs> but yeah, like Ferrari have got an engine upgrade as well. Like so. The only team that haven't got a revolutionary... Well, I don't say revolutionary because Mercedes is just going to be evolution. But Mercedes <laughs> have got up, have got updates. We know that the Red Bull engine... Well, the um, Honda engine, sorry. I'm getting a year ahead of myself calling it with the Red Bull engine. Uh, the Honda engine is a new concept. Ferrari have had to do a lot of work. There, there might be scope for, for a few uh, a few odd results. So, hmm. um, Okay, next up. Max Verstappen over or under two and a half wins over over but not by a lot I think if we get 20 I think he gets four or five yeah I think if we get 20 so we get 20 races I think he gets four or five if we do get the full 23 maybe maybe six wins um but I, it's strange because there's a lot of ifs here. Yeah. Like if that engine's if that engine is a step forward, if it's reliable, I want more than anything for it to be not for Max but for Checo because he deserves this uh, opportunity to be mm. in a reliable, fast car. And I like the team. It's just Max is a bit of a knob, but uh, <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> we move. Um, so yeah. <laughs> I've got over I want good well. things for the team. I I I think three personally, but mm-hmm. it's still, I mean I think three the is a safe bet. Mm-hmm. Um, you just said his name there, Luke. The boy Checo. Mm-hmm. Sorry, the kid Checo. <laughs> um, over or under three and a half podiums. Oh, easily over, easily over. Yeah. I I can see him scoring seven or eight podiums. Really? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't I think mean, so. He scored how because... many podiums did he score in the Racing Point last season? Yeah, but the Racing Point was his home. Two. He he got the race victory. He got second place. He should have got third place um, in Bahrain one before the engine gave up the ghost. Um, 
Lewis Bottas Verstappen, like that means one of them. Like I, I don't think that he beats those three. I think I think he beats Bottas on pace. Oh, here we go again. Not, not. I'm not going to do it in a bash, bashing Bottas way. <laughs> I'm doing it in a. I have that much faith in Checo's yeah, ability yeah, yeah. No, I that you, I, I think he is. But sometimes, quick but sometimes, the the car doesn't favour Red Bull against a specific track, so that Mercedes are on a completely different planet. And in those scenarios, do you think Checo beats Max? <sighs> With Amra, not every time, but. Or with but unreliability, you think, you think you think seven times? Well, no, because I mean, I mean, I mean, the question was over, uh, over under three point five. But I mean, I mean, to be over three point five, definitely, because there will be days where where Max has unreliability or where Max yeah. is. To be fair, Max isn't particularly inconsistent. I don't find um, that has been one of his strengths over the years that. Because I, we all know that when Lewis is having a bad day in the office, we know about it. We hear about it. They don't happen all that often. But when he has a bad day, I mean, he'll still come home and he'll finish like fourth or whatever. But when he has a bad day, yeah. it is really bad by his standards. Whereas mm-hmm. Max is kind of consistent. So I think... But when when Checo is on form, he is pound for pound one of the fastest drivers on the grid. And I have, I just have faith in him that he's he's been in the situation that Alex Albon was in, kind of when he got put into that Mercedes, in that into that McLaren, sorry, replacing Lewis Hamilton. The car was kind of, well, it didn't suit him. The car was cack, and he he struggled, and he learnt from that. And then he's had a swan song in his career, and now he's getting the chance to prove it in a big team. I see him, yeah. I mean. I've already said about unreliability, but I do see him beating Max on pace once or twice. I do see him beating Bottas on pace once or twice. And then there's the unreliability podiums as well. Mm-hmm. And Ferrari, Ferrari, I think, will be challenging for more podiums, but they're not going to be challenging for wins anytime soon. So we haven't really got to worry about finishing fifth or sixth. So, yeah, I don't know. Definitely, definitely I above. Or, I think four or five is a is a shout. I don't think. So you think seven. over then, Brad? I think yeah. there's too many teams. I do. Okay. Yes. I'm going under. Just I think there's too I'm, many I'm teams going under fighting. Just to be controversial. <laughs> I don't know. If I think I there's too many teams fighting it. for the final podium. Yeah, position. that that is my thing. I think that you're gonna have Racing Point, McLaren, and oh, not Racing Point, Aston Martin, McLaren, and Alpine. Not too sure about Alpine, but I feel like they're going to be very close. So mm. it's just a matter of how close they are to the Red Bulls. Yeah, and then Ferrari's kind of the um, the joker in the pack because we don't know how much improvement a they'll have made to mm-hmm. the the car itself because the car was a boat, but it mm. was a boat because they chucked loads of extra downforce on it because they knew they had the best engine. Yeah, yeah. allegedly it was cheaty so obviously then they had a car built around an engine that wasn't permitted anymore so if they make a step forward on the engine which they are quite confident confident that they have they're confident that they're going to be back on par with uh, the uh, Honda and the uh, Renault engine mm-hmm. they know that Mercedes will be the best engine they're not aiming for that they're just trying to get back to be a respectable engine 
Um, and if they make the step forward with the aerodynamic concept amongst the uh, permitted um, development, they've got a shot. But get what you're saying about um, there being such competition for the final podium spot. Maybe I'm blinded by the fact that I've always been a fan <laughs> of Jekos. He loved it. But yeah. I don't know. I I hope. I, de- I definitely think above. Um, yeah. Don't get and me wrong. I'm hoping I won't. For lots. I won't. I won't be unhappy in the slightest if Jekos does get over that. I'm just. I don't know. Part of me thinks he won't. That's that's why I'm going with below. I'm, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I, I won't be surprised in the slightest if he gets above yeah. three point five. But there's a small part of me that goes, I won't. And you know me, I love a miles off bet. <laughs> <laughs> we love, we, we love, love an out there bets. bet. Yes. Right. Next up, you were talking about Ferrari, Luke. Charles Leclerc, mm-hmm. over or under, zero point five wins. Under. Yeah, wins. under. I think. I'm, I'm going I, over. I'm going I, over. <laughs> I'm going. I mean, there's going to be a shit house race and. Ferrari are going to come up oh, Trump. Yeah, so that's what's going to happen. And Charles yeah. is going to be absolutely over the moon. It's not going to be, I am so stupid. <laughs> I mean, if anyone is going to pick up a victory like that, Charles Leclerc, he's your I've man. literally, can I say, I've added that one in as we've been talking. I was just like, okay. I want that question all right, in all right, yeah. <laughs> Like he, if he gets, if he gets even a sniff of a victory, then you know that he will get every ounce of performance out of that car and try mm. to make it happen but I don't think unless he... it's turkey and he bottles it on the final corner just saying just saying well yes but uh... <laughs> oh, just saying dear. I mean I don't know I've got a lot of faith in Charles he's a good driver mm-hmm. but that Ferrari is he looks sick with the moustache <laughs> he's a man of many talents many styles <laughs> the banana costume a classic in its <laughs> lifetime but a Twitch streamer but like yeah I just, I don't think that Ferrari will make that much of a step forward. I think the Ferrari will, on most tracks, be battling in the midfield rather than battling with the um, Alfa Romeos. Um, I wonder what uh, what odds I'll get if I go into a bookies and uh, (laughs) try and get odds. You won't get any odds uh, these days, but. uh, (laughs) Try and get odds on uh, Leclerc to get a race win this season. That could be interesting. uh, If uh, shops open on April 12th, you can go in and find out. Um, anyway, on to our final, on to our final one. Um, we're going with our boy Lando Norris. Um, we're going to go with over or under one hundred and twenty point five points. Over or under, boys. See, that's a bit more. Yeah. Um, well, well, I was about to say that's a bit more of a challenge, but a bit more of a challenge. What, 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 what than the other number that I that we didn't change? Yeah, the number whatsoever. that you didn't say. <laughs> the um, number that the number that you didn't hear. Yes. That Brad's just edited out. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. That's your title. The number that <laughs> the number that you didn't hear. <laughs> the number you didn't hear. <laughs> well, so I've got the standings up, and Perez. So we had was it seventeen races we had last season? Yeah. Yeah, yes. so with seventeen, with seventeen uh, races and Checo missing two of them, um, Checo got one hundred and twenty-five points mm-hmm. um, in seventeen races. Point points deduction. Well, that's uh, no. The points deduction was just for the team. No, that was for the. I team. thought they had. Yeah. I, thought, I thought they had it for drivers as well. No, 
any no, any no, points deductions against a team will only be against the team. Because um, if you think back to, well, if you remember the Spygate scandal with McLaren and Ferrari, um, Lewis was still allowed to compete um, in the uh, championship, uh, but yeah. um, the McLaren points were wiped out, and they were uh, they were cars twenty two and twenty three uh, the following season. Oh, so, okay. Uh, back in the days where it was sequential numbering mm-hmm. um but anyway so yeah um the so checo got 125 from 15 races essentially mm-hmm. and then rick bobby 119 from uh 17 and carlos signs 105 and same with alex alban um and then charles Leclerc 98 lando 97 so i think we're saying 120.5 i think we can yeah. say I think we can say with some confidence that he's going to score somewhere between 100 and 130. I just don't know whether how likely it is above 120 because Danny Rick's going to pick up more points in the uh, in the Mercedes in the Mercedes in the McLaren. Sorry, um, if Stroll and and Vettel were picking up more points, then. I'm going to go with below, but I think 120 is a realistic target for him. That was a long-winded way of getting there. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've gone over. Um, I don't know what he's going to get. I'm just taking punts now, to be honest with you. <laughs> um, yeah, it's two different philosophies here. Like, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to ramble, work it out, work it out. Go for over. <laughs> and this is why I lose so many bets. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Arsenal to beat Man City. Yeah, we'll stick a fiver on that. <laughs> yeah, that that looks a good bet. <laughs> that would definitely happen. Twenty-five pound returns. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> I think under. under. Any reasoning? Just, just. just. Um, I don't see that many. Oh, I don't know actually. There's a lot of fives, a lot of fours, a lot of threes finishing. There's four races where he didn't finish in the points. Can I, I, can I just say two, two of, of those think... are down to Lance Stroll? But... <laughs> <laughs> of course. I think the only, like, there's a lot of eights in, like, ten places. Mm-hmm. Um, that is disgusting. Rachel goes to you for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I won't lie to you, lads. I wasn't really listening to what Luke is because I heard my next door neighbour ring my door and she was saying that she found my Christmas present. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I wonder what that is. She's Bill's just showing it to me. <laughs> she said it might be your star, but it might not be. Because it's a, she doesn't know if this is yours or Owen's. It's fucking not mine. <laughs> and he said, she said, if you don't like it, you can give it to someone else. And if they don't like it, they can give it to someone else. Oh, I can give it to someone else? Oh, oh Christ. Jack, you're going to love this, <laughs> That is that is Brad, 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 Brad. That is your style. That's, That's your a... style, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Well, maybe you can wear it in case she comes knocks on the door. That's got accountant written all over it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, on you giving it bad for his birthday. It even his <laughs> I. I forgot my train of thought. Um, <gasps> It's a Craig t-shirt. It's a Craig t-shirt. It's, it's a, a sitting there with a pint of beer on um, your belly t-shirt. That's what that is. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, let's get this back on track. 
I don't think... I think they're going to be a bit more consistent, but I don't think the amount of points that they're going to get is going to make it go above 120. So I think he's going to get about 150. Yeah, okay. Like, I genuinely think 100... Like, between 100 and 130, that's the window, depending on lucky results or whatever, and anything above 100 is going to be a good return. Um, so, yeah. I just want to say, boys, we, we spoke earlier about our loyal listener, Christian Horner. If, 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 uh, <laughs> if, if, uh, if, if Lando Norris is listening to this, just remember who backed you, Lando, out of the three of us, right? And, uh, <laughs> the one who's wearing Lando's merch. A <laughs> little, little bit of that Quadrant merch might not go amiss. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with I'm, that. I'm, 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 I'm not greedy, but McLaren might be a little bit better. <laughs> might just say my bank balance a little bit but <laughs> and with um, that it's time to end and that is it for episode 6 of the podcast have a gander at the Batmarkers Twitter and Insta page for a view of the woeful shirt I have just been gifted but what do you think of our over and under predictions tweet us or message us your thoughts join us next week for a bumper news week as we have a number of car reveals and a roundup of all of the Formula 1 news Thank you for listening and have a nice.